most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hello, everybody. Terry Foster here for King and Foster. I'm waiting for my partner here, Jimmy King, to um, appear. But I want to say one thing. Please do not end the baseball season right now. Because what's going to happen, you know, the Tigers who are off that whopping 4-2 and two start, you're going to get some knuckleheads going to say, you know what, they didn't stop the season today. I think the Tigers could have won it all. No, this team is not equipped to win it all. Um, I mean, they've, they're four and two. It is what it is. And I've already heard, when do you start um, saying that a team is competitive? I already heard this talk. Not after six games. Not in, after six games in baseball or even football, even though that's a 16-game season. Please don't end the season now because I don't want to hear the, oh, you know, the Tigers could have won it all talk and everything is nonsense and stupid stuff you know they'll lose 12 in a row or 10 in a row or something ridiculous like that this is not a contending team um they're off to a cute start and i'm gonna call it cute i'm not even gonna call it a good start it's a cute start so um that's why i don't want the season to end now because then we're going to get this silly talk and i'm i'm just not in the mood for it so uh enjoy the Tigers, they're nice. They're hitting home runs like the rest of Major League Baseball. So it's it's nice. Is Chipper Jones going to hit 50 home runs during a 60-game season? No. Uh, not Chipper Jones, but uh, Co- uh, Kobe, uh, Jacoby uh, Jones. Is he going to hit 50 home runs? No. So um, let's just relax. You know, you got to play the season. The pitching will falter at some point. And... Um, no, they'll they'll fall back to earth. So, um, I had a, a little incident the the other day. I I got kind of upset, and uh, you know the people from Breathe Detroit, and if you've been following me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you know I believe in Black Lives Matter, uh, the movement. <clears throat> I believe that black black people's lives are not as important as other people, and that. That's why we get killed by police. That's why we get killed by ourselves. Uh, it's just, and that's why we, as black people, sing about killing black people like it's nothing. Our lives don't matter to anybody. And this is not just a black and police issue. I'm upset because I don't think black people value our lives as much as, as they should. So, but uh, I, I was upset when um, uh, the group Breathe Detroit uh, which uh, came about because of the George Floyd, Floyd murder in Minneapolis. Um, we saw videotape of a guy. Oh, we actually, we saw two videotapes of guys pull guns on police. And so this group gets up chastising the media, chastising Mayor Duggan, chastising uh, Police Chief Craig, saying that they altered the video, that these guys shouldn't have been killed and my thing is this the reason i have always been upset with these things is an unarmed guy being killed being choked out for some minor crimes but if you pull a pull a gun on the police 
and then you shoot, all bets are off. I mean, you might survive, you may not. So, uh, but it, it upset me because when the, these leaders from Breathe Detroit, who I think are doing a disservice um, by saying things that are not true, I don't believe the police altered the video. You see the dude holding a gun at the police. Once you do that, you may not survive that. And that's, that's what the police do. They serve, they protect, and, and they're supposed to protect themselves too. You know, if you're holding a gun at me, I'm shooting your ass. I'm busting the cap in your ass. I don't care who you are. So, and sometimes the decisions are split second, and that's that's just life. That's life in the big city. So, so I was a little upset uh, by that. Uh, another, I had a funny, or I don't know if it was funny, but an ironic incident. Uh, a few weeks ago, I'm in a restaurant, I'm getting food, and then I hear a guy saying, no, man, not you, T-Foss, not you, too. And the reason he was chastising me is because I was wearing a mask, which I do. And I I did this before the mandatory mask thing. Um, I I, I just thought, think that, you know, we're in a pandemic. I'm trying to protect myself, and I'm trying to protect you also. So I wear a mask. I'm either wearing my little Red Wings mask, a little Central Michigan mask. Uh, we had a drive-by thing for my son for his graduation. And since he's going to Michigan State, we all had to wear Michigan State masks, so, which I'm fine with that too. But I was kind of chastised for wearing a mask. Well, the dude that chastised me, who doesn't wear a mask, doesn't believe in him, um, he's got COVID-19. Well, he had COVID-19. He's over it now. Um, I'm not here to gloat or anything like that. I'm, I'm glad that he's doing better, but you know, he told me that it was a tough time, tough time breathing. Uh, he had pneumonia, That it was, it's an ugly disease. Even if you survive it, uh, I think he was in the hospital for five or 10 days, maybe it was 10 days and it's just not a fun thing. So I just thought it was interesting. I'll use the word interesting that somebody chastises you for not wearing a mask um, gets the disease. And I know some people believe we're all gonna get it at some point. Um, and you know, maybe that's true, but maybe I won't get it until there's a vaccination. Maybe I won't get it at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, the, play the odds. I'm gonna social distance. I'm gonna play, uh, I'm gonna wear a mask. Um, you know, I'm doing, this show from my backyard. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go out for a while. I'm going to hang out in my backyard, take my little walks. So it's very uh, entertaining here. And I think it's safe here. I, I don't think I'll see any COVID in the air here. So that's just to make sure that my kids don't get it. But um, look, I don't know why wearing a mask has turned into a political issue. And I, and I blame that on our president who now is wearing a mask, who still, though, says, it, you know, there's no guarantees. He doesn't really believe in it. Um, I don't know whether to believe in it, but I think my chances are better if I'm wearing a mask than not. I think my chances are better if I'm not in a crowded bar with a bunch of young people screaming at each other 
uh, I think my chances are better if I'm not on a uh, sandbar in the middle of um, Clam Lake or Torch Lake or even Union Lake. My chances are better if I'm not next to somebody talking to them, you know, face to face. So um, nothing in my life is 100 percent, but I'm going to play the averages, play the odds and see if I can get through this without getting sick. Because definitely, I mean, me getting sick is not a good thing. Uh, first of all, I am old. I'm over 60. That's not a good thing. I've had pre-existing conditions. That doesn't help me. I think the thing that helps me is I'm not real obese and fat. Because a lot of times when you see people who are sick, I mean, they got the puffy faces and the big bellies. And so that um, that plays a role also. So, um you know, let's just be smart, play the averages, see what we can do, see if we can get through this. And, uh, you know, uh, why do we have this problem in our country more than others? I'll tell you why. Because we have a bunch of people going around saying, don't infringe upon my rights. I can do whatever I want. And uh, so, and they do. And guess what? We're paying for it. We're paying for it because people have rights and they don't want to compromise. I have a philosophy that I, that I go by. Um, yes, we live in America. We have all kinds of rights and stuff. But I'm willing to sacrifice some of my rights for the betterment of humanity. Whatever happened to that? Um, the way I view things is me, you, Jimmy, my kids, everybody, my neighbors, people in Detroit, people in Miami, uh, why we're a team and we want the we should want the best for our team the only time i really felt that we were a team was after 9 11 and i don't want to have another tragedy like that for us to embrace each other and feel like we're brothers and sisters and everything but now i'm tired of all this divisive shit that you know, we're Americans, we're supposed to be in the greatest country in the world, but we can't get along. I think this is absolutely ridiculous. And we just picked the stupidest shit to get upset about. Mask. We're getting upset about masks. That, that is so ridiculous. And um, no one says anything when there's a big sign up there that says, no shoes, no shirt, no service. But, you know, if you don't have that, you're not getting to your right aid. You're not getting to Walmart or Walgreens, wherever you want to go. So if you can't wear a mask, if you don't abide by rules of a store, then go somewhere else. Simple as that. But don't put me in danger because you feel that your rights are being violated. And I, I just think this is really stupid stuff. And we got assholes going around here. Well, the only reason you disagree with this is because Donald Trump, you know, it, it's always Donald Trump to me is one of the biggest asshole politicians I've ever seen. But here's what I will give him credit for. He can manipulate people. He knows how to manipulate people. He knows he, he understands the media. He understands people and um, he understands that he can lie. He can lie and people just say, yeah, and they believe it. They would believe him over a doctor. Uh, and, 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 and the president quoted a woman 
who said something about um, aliens and ghosts and goblins and everything. He quoted her and gave gave her credence, like like she's some kind of expert. She sounds like a voodoo uh, witch to me, talking all this kind of bullshit. And but what can you say? Do we have Jimmy aboard? So I hear some noise over there. Yes, we do. I'm not here to play. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to be serious today. <laughs> What's happening, brother? Oh, got to unmute yourself. Because I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Well, maybe you're not there because you're kind of been being in and out. But um, anyway, I was just rambling, trying to wait for you to get on here. Um, uh, another thing that, um, I'm not upset about it, but it scares me. I have be become addicted to Shark Fest on Nat Geo. National Geographics is doing, first of all, they used to do one week. It was used to be Shark Week. Now it's Shark Fest, which is five weeks of sharks killing people, killing each other. You know how they, they, they give birth to each other. Um, you know, I've learned about the bull shark, the white tips, the black tips, the great white shark, tiger sharks. And my favorite one is the hammerhead, man. Those guys are pretty cool, man. You got a head like a hammer and you got eyes on both sides of it and you got 360 degree uh, angles. Those are my favorite sharks. Now, the one that I'm most interested in, the bull shark, man, those motherfuckers are crazy. They just... They just kill people for no reason. Do we have Jimmy? You're still frozen, man. You're not moving. Say something. Okay, he's still out for whatever reason. But um, I'm I'm afraid of sharks. And we just had a shark attack in Maine. I'm watching all these sharks, and they're doing recre recreations of them maiming people and pulling off legs and you know about looks like about 15 20 percent of shark attacks they call them bites those are not bites those are things are maulings but it looks like 20 to 25 percent of the times when they get you you're dead people bleed out or they lose legs and lose arms and i'm not getting that ocean um a few years ago the wife and i went to hawaii I wasn't thinking about sharks. There was this, uh, it was a real pretty lagoon in a beach and water was splashing against the rocks about 200 yards away. And I'm out in water up to here, man. Just having a good old time in the blue water, the salty water. I wasn't even thinking about it. Now ask me if we go back to Hawaii again, am I getting in that water up to my neck? Hell no. <laughs> Because those things, man, they just come out of nowhere, get you, and that's the end of you. Um, and if you're lucky, you'll have a lacerated foot, you'll have a missing hand, or a big gash in your leg. Man, shark fests, man, has got me thinking. There's no way, no how I'm getting in that water anymore. And uh, they just got two people from Maine. They have a shark alert in, in New York, I think near Fire Island, Long Island, that um, those things just live right off the coast and they come in and swoop in and get people. 
So um, I officially am not getting in the ocean. And you know what? I'm not even getting in those the rivers near ocean because the bull shark likes fresh water. And the bull shark has been capping people uh, in the river. So no thank you. I will pass on that. We're gonna let Jimmy uh, swim in the in the rivers and in the, in the ocean to see how far he gets. See see if the fab the fabulous one can uh, uh, do something with these guys. Um, oh, you know what? This is a very big weekend for the Foster family. Um, my son, I know Jimmy hates this, but my son is scheduled to be a freshman at Michigan State University in the fall. So I, th I feel that we're getting the runaround. Are there going to be real classes? Are there going to be online? Uh, is going to be a, a, a combination of the two? We can't really get straight answers. So I think what schools are doing now is they're just trying to get you to go to school so they can get your money. And then um, when it doesn't work out, they'll give you some refund, like 75 bucks or 100 bucks on $20,000. And that's that's not good enough for me. You know, I'm thinking he can just go to the community college for a semester if, if, they're, if everything's going to be online. You know, what's the difference? Uh, these kids are not going to get the college experience. I remember my freshman year was a blast at Sacks Hall and at Central Michigan University. Man, we used to um, we used to do things that you can't do now. We had these. My, my favorite thing to do was on. Uh, we used to have a Friday night. It was Friday or Saturday. We used to have progressives, and uh, the, the way the progressive worked is every dorm room had a alcoholic beverage and so you walk from dorm room to dorm room and they fill up your cups with rum and coke or uh, long island iced teas or whatever man we used to get hammered and we had 22 rooms on each floor so we would we would get 22 drinks or you know at least half of that 11 drinks and we were messed up and at the end of the night they ordered pizza from little caesars and us fellas each of us, we, we would hoard like a pizza eats and eat each and eat it, eat it all. So we were drunk, full of pizza, and then um, try to sleep that off. But that was that was a real blast. But you can't do that anymore because the dorms are uh, worried about liability. Um, when I was a youngster, 18-year-olds could drink. They changed the law before I turned 21. We were already grandfathered in, which meant at age 19 and 20, I could serve drinks, which I did at the beautiful Lindale AC downtown. And I could also continue to drink, which I continued to do um, for the rest of my life. So, but, um, you know, the thing that I'm, I feel sorry about for all the kids who are seniors, uh, for all the kids who want to go to school is, the experience just is not going to be the same because of COVID-19. And this is really unnecessary. I, I believe if we had taken care of business right off the bat, if we had our social distancing, if we shut things down uh, immediately, if we uh, came back after the doctor said it was okay to do it, I think we would almost, not completely, but I think we would almost be rid of this thing. I think we could go to school safely. I think we could have sporting events. 
Uh, I don't think everything would be normal, but I think we would have a much closer to normal life. And my whole thing is, when you have something like a pandemic or something, just take your medicine. Just go through the shit that you have to at first, close it down, do the right steps, forget about your rights and everything, because then you don't have to shut it down again. And what's going to happen now, at least in Florida, Texas, California, probably Arizona and other places, they got to shut it down again. So why not just take your medicine, shut it down for once, bitch and moan about our jobs and about how we can't get our nails done and whatever, and then just forget about it. Don't have to worry about it again. So what's going to happen now is they're going to shut it down again. We're going to bitch and moan a second time. Now we're going to go through a second round of not getting our nails done and all that kind of stuff. So um, um, we didn't take our, our punishment. And, uh, you know, a lot of people will blame Donald Trump. And I, he does he does deserve a lot of blame. But I think the, the main thing is we have this mentality. I'm an American motherfucker. Don't take away any of my rights. I can do whatever I want. And so, uh, and the other thing is we don't believe doctors. We don't believe authorities because we've been lied to so much. We don't believe anybody. So we just do whatever we want to do. Do I have James yet? Young Jimmy, is he still frozen? Yep, he's still frozen. What's up, brother? Are you in Antarctica or something where you can't move or what's going on there? All right, Jimmy, you may have to call in, brother. I'm going through all my uh, stuff right now. So um, anyway, um, I am outside and uh, a lot of people want to know how I'm doing. I, I, you know, I get asked that a lot. I'm doing fine. I feel very fortunate to be able to talk to people, uh, to be able to do podcasts, to be able to do Facebook lives and stuff like that. And to be able to talk normal um I'm not ready, or nor will I ever be, be able to do full-time radio. I, I just can't do that. I just have too many, uh, you know, just too much disconnect, and I'm not sharp, and my stamina is not great. But I can have a normal conversation. I can go out and have dinner with you. I can do podcasts a couple days a week. And uh, so I'm grateful for that. I can do my walks. In fact, yesterday I had my big walk. I, I like to walk around Union Lake. And uh, to get to Union Lake and to go all the way around and back home is six and a half miles. So uh, I did my big walk yesterday. Today I was going to do my small walk, which is about two and a half, three miles. I um, go by another lake, circle in front of it and come back home. So that's that's what I'm doing now until my gym's open again. Well, you know, I, can, I shouldn't say it. My gym is open, but I'm not going back there now. Just, I'm afraid of COVID. Uh, uh, people are in there. Some are wearing masks. Some are not. I don't know if anybody's getting sick, but I know I, I ran into a guy who said that he's going to the gym. He's enjoying it. Uh, he's getting his workouts and everything, but they're going to have to wait for me, so. I will wait. And, and and what the gym is doing is they're they're just getting fined. And I think the state is fining them, the local the municipality is fining them. They're just taking a hit. And, you know, they're just trying to collect those fees and 
do the best they can. So th I think they got their cues from the Owasso barber who said, I know I'm not supposed to be open, but I'm going to. I'm going to make this money right here. And if you want to find me, fine. If you want to come in and harass me, fine. But I'm better off working and being punished than not working at all. So I think that's what the local gym is doing. So um, can we check on Jimmy again to see if he's there? Or is he still frozen? I, I imagine he's frozen. I'm on the line. Uh-oh. What's happening? What's going on, bro? Can you hear me? Excuse me? What's going on, my brother? Can you hear me? I can I can hear you. Finally. Uh -huh. It's good to hear. I've been I've been listening to you the whole show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, but every time uh we go back to you, you're like this. <laughs> okay, that's that's not. Yeah, I don't know what's right going there. on. I don't know what's going on with my uh, with my feed, but uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All right, it's good to have you here. Now, where are you today? You still in Texas? You Indiana? Yeah. The moon? I'm in Texas. Okay, so you're not coming back until we're completely. I'll be back, completely I'll be back that way. I'll be back that way in a couple of weeks. Okay. All right, that sounds good. Now, um, I have a big question for you. Um, now, we all know about the bubble, the NBA bubble, and uh, we know about Mo Williams going to Magic City in Atlanta. First of all, have you been to Magic City? Yes, I have. Okay. I've been to Magic City, too. I think it's one of the most overrated strip clubs in America. All the athletes like going there. And I understand it's, uh, they probably go there because most of the strippers are black and you don't get that anywhere else. That That's kind of unique and everything. But I just think it's just another place. And I have not had the chicken wings. But I do understand that strip clubs do have excellent food. Many of them do. They hire chefs who should be in high-end restaurants. Uh, but I think Mo Williams was being irresponsible because when I cover the NBA, here's what I heard all the time. And I knew it was a lack of shit. Well, we're professionals and we, we do whatever we can for our team. We do whatever we can for our teammates. All the outside distractions we just get rid of. And I just think that's just a bunch of malarkey. I think it was irresponsible for Mo Williams to leave. I mean, he, he left because he was supposed to go to a funeral. I thought it was uh, irresponsible for him to go to the strip club and hang out during these, this crisis. I, I don't think he – he did have his NBA mask, and they lied. Uh, uh, I forget the the, the uh, rapper's name he was hanging out with. They took a picture of Mo Williams and said, well, this was taken weeks ago, but he had his NBA uh, bubble mask on, which you didn't have weeks ago. So, you know – not only that, is he being irresponsible, he's lying about it too. So, mm -hmm. but I know it's probably one of your boys. So, can now, you defend him? Or do you think that's just no, wrong? No, no, no. I mean, that's that, that is selfish. If that is uh, what he did, if he, you know, um, now if he was going out, you know, for the funeral and before he left, he stopped there i don't know the you know the intricacies of the story um i could see that happening 
um, that too is selfish, but not as selfish as him maybe, you know, or, you know, them flat out lying about it. Right. To understand, you know, his friend trying to help him to cover in his tracks, you know, I, <laughs> I get all of that. Um, but as far as me going to Magic City and the food, the food is good. I have been to Magic City. You write about that. It's predominantly, uh, you know, uh, players like to go there because there are uh, black strippers. However, um, it is good entertainment, good music, good environment. The food is good. And um, if you uh, go into the VIP area, you, um, you, you, you will understand why people love it so much. So next time you're in Atlanta, I'm going to make sure we are in Atlanta. I'm going to make sure I take you back there. So you can reevaluate your take. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to well, you know, There's a place where uh, <laughs> professional athletes are going with that long green. I can't enjoy, <laughs> you know, as a commoner, I can't enjoy it like those guys. I'm it's never gonna be in the VIP section. You're not a commoner. <laughs> now that I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not making seven to eight figures either. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. It's all about yes, the it does. Well, it has, it has a lot to do with it in the strip joint, but when you hang it with millionaires, you are millionaire too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But the, you know, millionaires look. Give you, I'll give you a little. Tell you a little secret. The millionaires don't want to hang out with a journalist. Um, <laughs> I mean, they'll give you time after a game, but for the most part. They don't want to hang out with you because they're so afraid you're going to write about something that they did or someone they talked to or someone they were rude to. And I kind of un I understand it, but that's why there, there was very few times that I hung out with professional athletes because they felt uncomfortable. I felt a little uncomfortable about it, too. And But if we did go out. It's all off the record. We just hanging out, doing stuff. Cause I might do stuff that I don't want in public. So you never know. And that's what I'm saying. Go out, hang with the fellas, mutual respect, keep it moving. It's just like Vegas, right. except for right. except we can move it anywhere. Right. Well, I tell you what, that that ends our first episode of uh, King and Foster. We're out of here on NRM uh, Streamcast. We'll be right back in a few minutes. And I'm going to ask Jimmy a big question if he knew a certain doctor at the University of Michigan. Coming up next on King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Mm -hmm.